bless America. Since it's Memorial Day weekend, I thought we would talk about the history of Memorial Day. Three years after the Civil War ended, on May 5th, 1868, the head of an organization of Union veterans, the Grand Army of the Republic, established Decoration Day as a time for the nation to decorate the graves of the war dead with flowers. Major General John A. Logan declared it should be on May 30th. It is believed the date was chosen because flowers would be in bloom all over the country. The first large observance was held that year at Arlington National Cemetery across the Potomac River from Washington, D.C. The ceremony centered around the mourning-draped veranda of the Arlington Mansion, once the home of General Robert E. Lee, various Washington officials, including General and Mrs. Ulysses S. Grant, presided over the ceremonies. After speeches, children from the Soldiers and Sailors Orphan Home and members of the GAR made their way through the cemetery, strewing flowers on both Union and Confederate graves, reciting prayers and singing hymns. Local observances claimed to be first local springtime tributes to the Civil War dead already had been held in various places. One of the first occurred in Columbus, Mississippi, April 25, 1866, when a group of women visited a cemetery to decorate the graves of Confederate soldiers who had fallen in the battle at Shiloh. Nearby were graves of Union soldiers, neglected because they were the enemy. Disturbed at the sight of the bare graves, the women placed some of their flowers on those graves as well. Today, cities in North and South claim to be the birthplace of Memorial Day in 1866. Both Macon and Columbus, Georgia claim the title, as well as Richmond, Virginia. Approximately 25 places have been named in connection with the origin of Memorial Day, many of them in the South where most of the war dead were buried. Official birthplace declared in 1966, Congress and President Lyndon Johnson declared Waterloo, New York, the birthplace of Memorial Day. There, a ceremony on May 5, 1866, honored local veterans who had fought in the Civil War. Businesses closed and residents flew flags at half-staff. Supporters of Waterloo's claim say earlier observances in other places were either informal, not community-wide, or one-time events. By the end of the 19th century, Memorial Day ceremonies were being held on May 30th throughout the nation. Those are some really great facts. I didn't know all of that about Memorial Day, and I have part two to share with you tomorrow. It is so important to remember those who gave their lives, and I am so thankful. I know my father served in the Army, and I'm sure many of you have you know, relatives that served and died um, providing all of our freedoms, so we need to be very grateful for that. It's not just another holiday. We do need to remember all the ones who gave their lives, but it also just kind of makes me think of John 15, 13, which says that there is no greater love than this, than a man to lay down his life for his friends. And, you know, that's what Jesus did for us, right? He came down and he gave his life as well. So we need to remember the greatest sacrifice out of all the sacrifices that men have made in this whole world is Jesus and how much he loves us. And he died so that even on this earth with all the wars and everything going on, eventually this will come to an end and we can live forever with him. So I hope today you have a peaceful day remembering your loved one maybe who died and served and I thank them for their service, but also remember that Jesus gave the ultimate sacrifice for us and we are so grateful for that. I'll see you tomorrow for more information on how Memorial Day began. And I would like to answer any question you may have about faith in Jesus. Just email me through my website, nancyjoytoyou.com.